Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Derek Clayson of Bleacher Report suggests that the Chicago Bears could look at Drake May instead of Caleb Williams and still trade down from the number one overall pick. We're talking about why that could be unlikely or likely. What are both sides of the fence on that? We're also going to look at three wide receiver prospects that the Chicago Bears could look at to bring in as a slot wide receiver this upcoming season. All that plus Arlington Heights decides to deny tax relief for the Chicago Bears in Arlington Park. We're going to get all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears. Later, I'm the host, Terry Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, Let's go ahead and get into this content for today. So uh, Derek Clayson of Bleacher Report, a draft scout there, suggested that the Chicago Bears could trade down to number two to end up drafting Drake May and still get considerable draft capital back. Now, this could be the best of both worlds and still trading down, but still getting your new quarterback. Now, with the thought process that that Kevin uh, Warren said in his, in his you know interview with WG, and that may bring something about, but this is what he said. Direct quote, May to Chicago should be a slam dunk. After Field struggle with playing from the pocket and on time, that won't be an issue for May. Uh, <laughs> well, May also has a booming arm and is the scary strider out in the open field. May has all the tools and good baseline to work with as a decision maker. Now, I understand the thought process, and we even talked about a couple of weeks ago, floating around the idea that reportedly Shane Waldron may prefer Drake May in his system over either Kayla Williams or, or Justin Fields. Now, I don't think this is likely. I think if the Bears are going to go quarterback in this draft, it's probably going to be Caleb Williams if they do decide to move on from from Justin Fields. But that doesn't mean that there's not a possibility. If the Bears do look at this and say, listen, we're still getting a damn good uh, quarterback prospect um, in Drake May. We're still going to be able to trade down, get some assets back for now in the future. You could potentially live in in, in the best of both worlds in that scenario if possible. Now, Again, you know me. I, I report on everything here. I, I again, I report. I talk about everything here. Um, I like to cover. We we're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. So I like to talk, cover, and talk about all the conversations around the Chicago Bears. But when it comes down to it, you guys saw it. Even on the thumbnail of this video, it, it wasn't this Drake May thing because honestly, the quarterback situation scenario. A lot of the talk around it is a lot of people trying to get get and garner that uh the the clicks and and things like that because it's a hot topic conversation. For the NFL as a whole, whatever the Bears do with the number one overall selection and whoever they select to be their their quarterback of the future next year or whatever, it's going to have ripple effects throughout the rest of the draft, throughout the NFL, things like that for now in the future. So a lot of these writers and, and, and outlets are writing off of it. And, you know, now that the Kevin Warren thing came out, they're going to change direction a little bit. You're going to see more of this Drake May thing and stuff come out as, as we wait. These next, uh, you know, this next month and a half until the draft and stuff like that, or two months till the draft. Um, and ultimately, like, could the Bears look to do it? it, it listen, Derek Clayson isn't the first person to say that the Bears could look at, at Drake May instead of Caleb Williams or Justin Fields. He's not the first one to say it. 
Um, there's I, I understand the thought process behind it because of who Drake May is as a quarterback. And do I think that Drake May may be a, a more of a straightforward fit in it maybe a Shane Waldron system? To a degree, right? Like Drake May can still do some running. He's not a running quarterback by any stretch of the imagination, but he can make plays and extend plays with his legs. So I can understand still kind of getting a more modern, uh, you know, uh, still a a mobile type quarterback, but a quarterback who's more solid in the pocket and has command over that pocket presence. Yeah, you can't deny it. When you look at Drake May and what he did over his collegiate career, over three years, 8,000 yards passing, uh, over 8,000 yards passing, 63 touchdowns, only 16 interceptions, and he's had over that three years, 1,200 yards rushing. Last year was 449. The year before that, 698 yards rushing when he was a full-time starter. Listen, Drake May can put the ball on the ground or can make plays with his legs. He can absolutely do that. And I'm kind of surprised that we don't hear more of, of this conversation. And it's kind of just centered around just Caleb Williams and Justin Fields. But listen, at the end of the day, like you guys know how I feel about it. The Bears need to just make whatever the best decision is for the team. That's where I sit on it right now. And if Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren in their evaluation, because they're going to look go to these guys' pro days, they're going to go to their draft combines, they're going to get to see these guys work out. If they look at it and walk away from that saying, hey, we think that Drake may, may be a better prospect for where this team is, the system that we're trying to run, then Caleb Williams, all right, do it. Uh, it, it. Like, okay, if that's what you see, if they see it better than Caleb Williams or Justin Fields, do it. Like I said, what it comes down to for me at this point, the conversation on that, and, and anyway, I would love to see what that does to the Caleb Williams versus Justin Fields debate amongst Bears fans as well. I would absolutely, a little bit of the uh, of the disruptionist in me would love to see what that turns into. But ultimately, man, listen, we're going to hear uh, stories on this. We're going to hear a uh, story between now and, and the draft. We're going to hear... The fact that maybe the Bears are going to go after J.J. McCarthy. Maybe Jaden Daniels is actually the best prospect. You're going to hear every single version of this story that you possibly can between now and when the draft actually goes down. Do not make any mistake about it. You are going to hear every possible permutation of what the Chicago Bears do. You're going to have well-thought-out articles. and yeah, They could be well-thought-out on why it makes the most sense and why the Bears need to do this or do that. You're going to hear all of that over this offseason, so just be prepared and dig in for it. And this is just the latest one. And like I said, it kind of coincides with the article that we actually talked about on this show. Like I think it was about a week, week or two ago, that Shane Waldron may prefer that. Now, how much does Shane Waldron get a say in that? I, I don't know, right? I, I, I mean, I would definitely think that, you know, you don't want to go something against the the new. You, you want you want to get somebody or you want to at least take consideration of your new offensive coordinator and the new system that he's trying to instill. You want to take some part of consideration in that. But Shane Waldron isn't going to get the ultimate decision in that, right? You you're gonna you can look at Shane Waldron and say, "Hey, listen, I get what you're saying. I hear that. I, I feel you on that. But this is what we're going to do. Make the best out of it. You can't absolutely say that. And that's probably what they're going to do. It's up to Ryan Poles how he evaluates the team, what he feels, and like I said, the biggest thing that I would love. The only reason, like I said, the disruption is in me that would love to see the anarchist in a way that would love to see if the Bears did draft Drake May is to see what that does for the Caleb Williams versus Justin Fields debate. Because, again, then you're going to create a whole new wrinkle because then you're going to have Bears fans that both say and look at Caleb Williams and look at Justin Fields if he's moved and what they do, and then now you're you're comparing that to Drake. Man, I would just love to see the discourse that that causes because some of y'all is out here wilding. Some of y'all is out here wilding, but, you know, it is what it is. It's the latest in the Bears news, but I want to talk about something actually on the field, right? Let's leave the quarterback situation. I'm sure we'll have more quarterback topics over the next couple of months to talk about. But I want to talk about three wide receivers that the Bears could look to target 
in this upcoming um, free agency that could now these wide receiver candidates are more so for the third wide receiver. Some of them have the potential to be a wide receiver too, absolutely. But this is more so if you decide to draft one of the blue chip wide receivers in this draft. These are guys that you can look at, and if you decide not to bring back Darnell Mooney, these are veterans that you can bring in that can absolutely help your team. And the first one that I want to talk about is Mike Evans. Now, this is a guy that Bobby's actually talked about a little bit here before. Um, listen, Mike Evans is one of the most consistent wide receivers in the game of football right now. 30 years old, so 6'5", 231 pounds. When you look at it, he has not had a single season in his NFL career when he's gotten less than 1,000 yards receiving, period. Over 100 targets in each one of those seasons. Hasn't gotten a season less than 60 receptions on those 100 targets. Mike Evans is a guy that, if you can pry him away from Tampa Bay, this is a guy that's a vet. You don't, you probably wouldn't have to pay a whole hell of a lot of money for him. You would have opened the bank. Last year on 79 receptions, he's at 1,255 yards receiving with 13 touchdowns. In Colorado, you can legally gamble in Blackhawk, Central City, Cripple Creek, and licensed online sports betting. Protect our communities. Learn more at playlegitco.com. A message from the Colorado Division of Gaming. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Sounds an average of 16, basically, yards per reception. This is a guy that absolutely can come in and can help be that veteran if you do decide to draft a young wide out he can he can absolutely help fill those things out and uh and help be that bridge gap when you look at mike evans potentially out there with dj moore no matter who your quarterback is those two guys together man now the problem with mike evans is well problem is that he's going to cost you about 20 million dollars so if you do plan on going after daniel hunter and paying a jalen johnson that's probably going to price you out in the mike evans category Unless the Bears can do something, they can cut. We've talked about already what they can cut. He's going to eat up a lot of your salary, though. But if the Bears decide to, even if they do decide to reset the quarterback clock with getting a, a, a young quarterback, bringing in a veteran at Mike Evans could be big and beneficial for you. A guy who still plays at a high level, even at his age, he's a tough cover. And him and DJ Moore out there, hey, and I would say this, I, I know I presented this list as saying if you decide to draft a young wideout, Mike Evans is one of those players that if even if you don't draft a wideout or maybe you go edge, maybe you go quarterback and, and offensive lineman, you go quarterback and edge, quarterback or whatever, if you decide to do any combination of that and it means that you're not drafting a wideout with one of your first-round picks, Mike Evans is still a guy who can come in, be your wide receiver number two, and that him with DJ Moore out there, you're talking about scary hours for the Chicago Bears. Absolutely Mike Evans, there is, I guess, maybe a little bit concerned as well on with his age, right? Does he does he is a fall off coming? And he's relatively healthy when you look at it. He's he's only missed one game to two games in each one of the seasons. Last year he missed two games. Other than that, the most he missed before that was three games in 2019. Every other season of his NFL career, he either played every game or only missed one game. Mike Evans is durable. He's tough. He's a he he, he can go out there and get shit done. Mike Evans would be a hell of a talent for the Chicago Bears to add to that wide receiver core and pair with DJ Moore, regardless of any scenario. So he's the next one up that the Bears could absolutely look at. Next one I'm going to talk about is Marquise Brown. Now, this is a guy with the Arizona Cardinals, 5'9", 180 pounds. If you sign him, I don't think you're bringing back uh, Darnell Mooney at all. 51 receptions last year for 574 yards and four touchdowns. This is a guy who, again, in the slot, dangerous. Has played a lot of slot over his NFL career. I look at this guy and say he can absolutely go out there and, and get it done, especially if you do draft another wide out in this draft. He's only 26 years old. 
Now, some of the questions that people may rise, well, could Darnell Mooney be kept for, for cheaper? Yeah, there's some there's something to be said about that. And if the Bears do look, and like I've said before, Shane Waldron looks at Darnell Mooney and thinks, I can really rehab his career, the Bears may be, be able to go that way. But when the Arizona Cardinals got Marquise Brown, they got him to be the number one wide receiver. Now, ended up going some other places. They gave up a first-round pick for him. But I think if the Bears can absolutely get this guy, if he's not seeking to be paid like a number one wide receiver, that's the biggest question with him. He could be looking for a payday, and at his production, at the payday that if he's looking to be paid like a number one wideout, you may want to pivot some other places. And um, so, but again, and the place that you may pivot in that is the next guy we're going to talk about, and that's K.J. Osborne. Now, this is a guy with the Minnesota Vikings. We know you don't want to bring in any more op C-dub. He's not here, but I'm sure C-dub somewhere saying, Hayes, what the hell are you talking about? He doesn't want no more ops on the team. But this is a guy who's 5'11", 203 pounds, 48 receptions last year for 540 yards, three touchdowns. Again, this is a guy who can be gotten for cheap. He has some upside of being only 26 years old, and you'd be getting him to play the slot. That's what you'd be getting him to play is the slot. Not, not anything else. You wouldn't be getting him to potentially be your wide receiver too. Nothing like that. You'd be getting him to play your slot. A wide receiver, and I think this is a guy who absolutely can can come in and, and fill uh, in nicely for the Chicago Bears if they move on from Darnell Mooney and they draft another wide out in the in this upcoming draft. I think you can add him to your core, and he's a player that's kind of with the core that the Vikings have had is maybe fl- flown flown a little bit under the, the the radar. So I look at this guy's absolutely wide receiver three prospect. You'd be bringing him in just for that. Uh, so it, it, listen, he has really good size for for what he is. Isn't huge, but he does play big, and he takes advantage of mismatches pretty well out in the open field. So those are three guys that you guys can definitely take a look at. Um, let me know what you guys think on that. I think these are three guys that the Bears could absolutely look to sign in uh, free agency for varying different degrees. Mike Evans, somebody who can be uh, your number two next to DJ Moore, and if you do draft a wideout later in that first round, maybe you bring in that guy, bridge gap there. Uh, you, you have Marquise Brown who come, could come in and also be a number two for you, but also could play that slot as well if needed. He's still going to, because the way Shane Waldron works, he's still going to get plenty of opportunities and receptions. And then KJ Osborne, as the guy that's the cheapest on this list, is probably be, could be gotten for the least amount of money, but could really pay off for the Chicago Bears if they decide to go high level wide out uh, in that draft as well. So look out, look out for these guys. I, I don't know if the Bears are necessarily going to call. All of these guys or any of these guys, but they are people that the Bears could absolutely look to bring into this team. Now, with that said, before we go today, I want to talk about this. One of the things that Kevin Warren talked about in his interview uh, the other day, as well as just things going on with the team, is the stadium situation. So came out early today that there will be no tax, uh, uh, property tax relief for the Chicago Bears on the Arlington Park valuation. So this could be the last nail in the coffin of the Bears moving out to Arlington Heights. This could put the end to that, and this could pivot the Bears to staying in Chicago, which it seems like Kevin Warren was leaning towards and what he'd he'd prefer either way. So Arlington Heights, even though the Bears did purchase that property, and they may still look to develop it or maybe sell it off or whatever it is, this may be that final nail in the coffin. Now, I'm not saying for sure, because again, I'm not in those meetings. I'm not, I don't even know. I'm, I'm not saying that, but the Bears staying in Chicago, I think, is something that kind of everybody would have loved to see anyway. Everything that's kind of happened between that, Kevin Warren's relationship with the mayor, uh, the potential of building a new stadium on, on the lakefront, all those things happening point towards the Bears probably staying in the city of Chicago, and I think that's the best thing for everybody involved. 
stay in the city of Chicago. Let's get the deal done. Let's stay there. Let not have to move out. You don't have to worry about people, which people would have traveled to go to Arlington Park anyway for the game, especially with the epicenter that they were trying to build. But now you can have that stadium not too far from where the White Sox are potentially building their new stadium. The United Centers are not going to be too far from that at all. And you can really have the heart of Chicago be the heart of these teams all as well. And I think that that's the best thing for the city, probably the best thing for the team. They're still going to build a state-of-the-art stadium, which is apparently going to be permanently closed dome. It's not going to be the retractable dome, which I know some people have their feelings on that one way or another. But I think this is the best decision for the team. I really do think this is the best decision for the team. And overall, you kind of got to move on from it. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe uh, Kevin Warren has something up his sleeve. Maybe Arlington Heights pulls out something else to kind of help the Chicago Bears. But it seemed like this thing, and after the initial excitement, all kind of came crashing down shortly thereafter that, where it just seemed like, hey, this thing may not actually happen. You remember where the bull, the Bears had problem breaking ground there, and then they did end up breaking ground? So it just all kind of plays into this thing where karma, whatever it is, destiny is going to keep the Chicago Bears in the heart of Chicago, and I, for one, am not mad at that at all. But you guys can let me know what you think is always down below. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270. I'm sorry, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, and that's thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Chi Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.